Hey guys, welcome to the Muse Chasers Podcast. My name is Mike Neal, and if this is the first time you ever listen to the podcast, each episode I have a different guest on, and we talk about you know the, that individual's life journey and how they got to be where they're at. So if this is the first time you listen, make sure you go back, listen to all the other episodes, man. We have I've had some very interesting guests, and I've enjoyed every single one of them I've had on. Now, today, we're going to dive into the world of professional wrestling and YouTube with my guest, good friend Paul. Now, if you have Facebook and YouTube and you're a wrestling fan, I don't see how you wouldn't know who this guy is. Him and Superhuman have blown up and went viral with their videos they do in their backyard. Here's the thing. They're catching a lot of hate and a lot of grief because these guys really want to take what they're doing into the wrestling ring. And me personally, I think these guys have a a passion for this and they want it. And they're going out and they're doing it. So I hope you enjoy this episode with good friend Paul and maybe it'll give you a different aspect or a different view of what these guys are doing. I have a whole new respect for good friend Paul after listening or after doing this uh, interview with him. So, please make sure you check him out, good friend Paul, Superhuman, on Facebook, YouTube, and make sure you go add us, Muse Chasers. Go add us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, we're all over. Without further ado, make sure whatever you do in life, you're going out into the world, you're creating something, creativity breeds happiness, and we all want to be happy, and make sure you chase your muse. If I bleed tonight, if I am sad tonight, I don't have a job to find. And if I work tonight, if I'm so tired tonight, I'll fall asleep when I'm home, when I'm So today on the podcast, I have a viral sensation and wrestler, good friend Paul. How you doing today? Pretty good, man. Yourself? Really good, man. Uh, it, it's so many, so many ways I could start this off. I know you you told me before you were you come from the wrestling business. So can we just talk about like maybe how you got started into it? Yeah, for sure. Um, it actually started back when I was born. My father actually wrestled for a company in Ohio. And he started doing it since he was 18. So when he had me, I was born with him doing it and also my uncle. So growing up, I was in in the ring with him. I was learning moves. I was just doing father-son things. And, man, it was, it was amazing. I would wake up and go to lunch with Iron Sheik and all these other legends. So it was just it was fun being a part of the business. So that's what made me grow closer and love the sport that I do now. Wow, I can't even imagine how that would be doing that as a kid. So, so are you from Ohio? Yes, sir. Okay, but uh, you guys are in Florida now. Yeah, yeah, we're in Florida now. Now, uh, how did you hook up with uh with Superhuman? Actually, we met up online. I was a big fan of his from the beginning since he had started doing a uh, little little stunts and then just going up. And I would just follow him, and then one day I seen that he was doing a 
stunt at a local park, and it was, like, not even five minutes away from my house. I was like, oh, shit. So I decided to send him a message, and after that, him and I just started talking, and he asked me if I would want to do a video. It was supposed to be a one-time thing, and then I would go back to my wrestling, he would go back to doing his stunts, and then people just loved the duo, loved the mask, loved the look, the designs, and ever since, it just kicked off like that. Uh, now, what before you met him, were you, I mean... What what is your wrestling career you know, looked like before, you know, up to this point? Um, I was I was actually doing training. Um, I was training a lot, doing my basics, and then I ended up having a issue with my body where my stomach ended up failing on me. So I had to go to surgery, do all that, and I thought that my career was going to be over. They said I wouldn't be able to train, I wouldn't be able to wrestle, and then I let it heal. And him and I just started doing these stunts and. Now we're doing wrestling. We're doing everything. So it kind of, it kind of worked out. Yeah, I was going to say it's going so much further than the these videos. It's you guys are going to cons now. You're showing up at all these different wrestling events, and actually you're in the ring. Um, I mean, what is yes, that? Sir. I mean, that's blew up pretty quick for you, hasn't it? It has. It's a very exciting but crazy feeling at the same time, and it's like. We did the stunts not expecting to get into the wrestling world. And Blueprint and GCW and uh, Atomic Wrestling, they just kind of put us in as family. So after everybody's seen our matches, they're like, shit, I want to book them. I want to book them. So now it's just been nonstop. We're traveling the world, but we're also doing our stunts to make the fans happy as well. So we're still doing what we've made our names out, you know. Now, have you always wrestled with the mask? Yes, sir, I have. <laughs> That, is there any is there origins to that or is that just something that you wanted to do or no actually um I'm Colombian so my family's mm -hmm. background and my father actually wrestled under a mask as well so as a kid I loved that mask I loved the lucha I loved the Mexican wrestling the lucha libre the high flying and it was just it attracted me so I did my studies on it to make sure that I knew what it was before I put it on and I designed my own look. We made it, and ever since, it just it became a lifestyle now. So it's just who I am. Uh, how much you you talk about doing research into your mask? I mean, how much research and is I mean, does each little design mean something different on your mask? Yes, um, actually. So when you put the mask on, it's not just to put it on just to have fun and to look cool. Like it's back in Mexico, the warriors would actually put a mask on to fight to show that. It's a transformation, not just you're not a human, you're not a human being anymore. You're that immortal type. You're you're something stronger than life. And that's how the mask makes you feel. It, just, it gives you that confidence, that boost. So when I designed mine, I put the six in the middle as in a symbolism of like, like how I see it is I love life and death. So the six represents death and then me wearing the mask is my life. So the horns were just a cool touch. There's a X in the middle, and that was for extreme wrestling because that's what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. And then ever since then, it just, like, I added stuff to it, and it just made it into one. Going back to you guys doing these videos, um, what is the process of doing these videos? Does Do you guys do one or maybe five or six at a time in a day? Or do you guys, I mean, what kind of planning goes on behind it? So we, we plan out. A lot of people think that everything's fake. In reality, it's actually not. They get upset that we we don't post 
the aftermath that we don't go longer. The only reason we don't do that is because of the aftermath. There's a lot of blood. There really, there is, and a lot of mm-hmm. people get you know knock us. Oh, that's fake barbed wire. It's actually not. It's it's all real, but it takes a lot of time to do what we do. We practice. We sit down and we think of new ideas to go ahead and make fans. We do new moves. A lot of the stuff that we're doing, we try out, and it could actually hurt somebody. So when I AA him on the light tubes, or I hit him with a field chair with light tubes, all that is real, and it is not set up to where it don't hurt. It does. <laughs> so mm-hmm. what we normally do is we make a list of what we want to do, and we knock it out within a month. So we'll do three, four at a time, depending on how graphic they are, and then we just ride and just keep going from there. Now it seems like he he's always the one taking the bumps. Uh, have you, I mean, I know that's how the videos have always been with him, but have you ever mm-hmm. decided, because I know it's been some videos where you, you took some bumps, but the majority of the time it is him. Uh, yeah. I mean, have you guys ever thought about switching it up that way at all? We have, but um, Superhuman can't really lift me, I guess. <laughs> so I'm a bigger guy. I mean, okay. so the moves that I do, I was trained to do. So with him, we're still, he's new to the wrestling business. When he came into doing stunts, he wasn't planning on becoming a professional wrestler, you know? So all the training in the background I have, I already know what I'm doing. I know how to protect his head. I make sure that he's getting hurt, but at the same time, he's not breaking his neck. Mm-hmm. So he's actually in training now. We've been training privately um, for, for about seven, about six, seven months now. So he is getting better in the ring so people don't, you know, say, oh, we're trying to disrespect the wrestling business. In reality, we're not. We're not here to disrespect. We do, we pay our dues. We we do what we're doing. At the end of the night, we set up. We help set up. We help take down. So everything's still the same. And I want everybody to know that because we're not trying to tread on the wrestling business because that's my family. That's where I came from. So I would never do something to disrespect wrestling. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I've seen some people say that. But you could tell, you could really tell how far the the videos advanced once you come onto the scene, and you could tell that you won't just tossing him around; that you knew what you were doing. Yes, sir. Are you guys training together? Yes, sir. We are. When when did you make it to Florida from Ohio? Did um, you did you move because of wrestling or? Yeah, me and my um my family, we I moved about when I was. 10 or 11, and there's more opportunities here in Florida. There's more training schools or more everything. Like, my uncle owned his own company. So my father, when he joined that company, he took me under his wing and trained me under him. We decided to go ahead and move up to Florida, make a bigger name. And then he ended up getting injured to where you couldn't wrestle anymore. So I said, I'll go ahead and take that legacy that he built already and just keep continuing it. So that's when I created my own look, my own mask, my everything just ran with it and now it's we've gotten so big in such a little time and it's it's insane like a lot of the fans get hyped and crazy when we respond i'm like guys it's free it's if it wasn't for you i wouldn't be here mm-hmm. superhuman wouldn't be here you know the fans the haters the lovers everybody commenting you know calling us weak and saying that we are trash but they're sitting here following us it means the world because if it wasn't for them we wouldn't make it as big as we have so far that's the, that's the thing about wrestling that there's always it, it always seems like there's going to be this large group of people that's going to 
to to hate and knock people down and and try to say oh you, this isn't good this isn't good just like with AEW coming into uh, the picture I mean I've heard so many people just hate on AEW and, and talk about how much yeah. they like you know oh the, you know they'll never be this they'll never be that but man they're doing it you're watching it you're paying exactly. attention to it you know they're giving you an option yeah. Who exactly. Wouldn't? I love. I personally love AEW, man. We we had the honor of being backstage at a show, and to be a part of the Young Bucks vlog on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So when they asked us to be a part of the Elite, we were stoked. So we went there, and Joey Janela he invited us. It was just it was we had the time of our life. They're all welcoming. They make you feel like family there. So it was absolutely incredible. But you guys got, did you guys get invited to NXT too? Uh, no, yeah, that one was actually um, one of the people who worked there and, you know, set up. They invited us to go ahead and just come out to see how the show works. We didn't really do backstage there because it was such a smaller event, mm-hmm. but it was still fun. I mean, we went there, took some pictures with the fans. Uh, everybody was respectful. I had no mask on at the time, so... You know, they all came up asking, hey, is it cool if I take a picture? I was like, yeah, of course, you know, just cover the face. <laughs> but it was awesome. Like, a lot of the fans are very, very respectful in person. Oh, yeah, I, I'm sure. Um, now, I, I have to ask, because AEW and NXT were both brought up, what, which one do you like better? Ah, this is going to be a crazy, this is going to be nuts. But AEW, by far, the talent there is just out of the out of this world, man. They got so many people with a lot of different talents of their own, like the Lucha Brothers. They're insane. And then you have Kenny, then you have the Young Bucks and you know, Joey. So they bring a style that all around the world, when WWE, it's just like they throw jobbers or they'll throw people you don't really know into NXT. So you're mm-hmm. pretty much paying to watch people that you're not sure who they are. And I understand that's how you make it, but you got to sell with your fans. You got to make them have a reason in coming. So AEW does that. They, you know, they have, they entertain you at all times. Before the match, they'll have little dark shows. So before you can have that entertainment as you're coming in, as you're eating your popcorn, you know, it's, it's always just a fun, fun event. Now, growing up as a kid, uh, who was some wrestlers that you looked up to? Uh, other than me, I was all my father, of course. And then, after that, Rey Mysterio, I, I was I loved him. I loved the colors, the look. And then it went to Mexico, you know, Dragon Lee, Mystico, Sincara. And now I have a lot of local wrestlers who um, who have gotten big, and they're able to take me under their wing and, you know, teach me a little bit about the business and why it's important to be what you want to be and to make sure that you're doing everything the correct way. So I've learned a lot of respect for these people. It's not just it's not easy. It's not what you watch on TV and you're like, oh, I can do that, and you go do it. No, it takes a lot of hard work, dedication, and a lot of time. And that's what they've all showed me, you know? Now, uh, I I just wondered how old you How old are you now? I'm 21. You have plenty of time. Uh, I mean, I, Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you have plenty of time to come up and do what you want to do in the business. Yeah, being so young, it's incredible, man. Yeah, and, and I've, I've always heard that the uh, Florida had – a huge scene for wrestling. I mean, what is it like there? I know you said that's why you moved, you guys moved there, but what is that scene like there in Florida? Um, it's incredible, man. Like, so when you decide to go into the business, obviously you have to look up where you go. Don't go here because they're cheap or 
don't go there because of they have a certain teacher. No, you got to, you got to focus on what you want to learn and find out what the trainers are there to provide. Like my biggest thing I would support automatically is pro wrestling 2.0. So if anybody, you know, listening wants to go ahead and train to become a wrestler, take time to study your shows, make sure you're, it doesn't matter if you're getting trained by an ex WWE superstar or if you're getting trained by a local talent like Team 3D Academy. They have one of the best teachers I've ever met in my life. His name is John Cruz. He wrestles under Serpinico. And that guy has so much knowledge that it'll boggle your mind. He just he soaks up the wrestling business. So it's, he can teach you something from way back or he can teach you something that you just seen on TV yesterday. So if you want to learn and you want to just move forward and put your foot in the door, you got to find the right company. Now, I know you mentioned that there was some um, organizations down there that you, you guys were working with. Uh, do you Are you working yeah. on a regular basis now or just kind of doing shows here and there? Yes, actually. Um, we pretty much have from – we took January as a, a relaxation time because we have families and – you know, last year, all of a sudden, being into the wrestling world, we were everywhere so quickly. So, you know, we missed birthdays. We, we missed holidays. And so we wanted to take that little month to go ahead and, you know, find family. So now February is blowing up. And ever from February all the way down, we have bookings at least two to three a month. And I, I know you, you guys had not only have been in the ring, but you've been in the ring with some bigger name people. Yes, sir. <laughs> Yeah, can you say who some of those people are? Yeah, um, we had the the for our first match was Blueprint. We were actually in the ring with Effie and um, Chuckles, which is he's actually signed to ROH, and she's also two of the biggest people that I look up to now because they're so down to earth. They help you in any way possible. But also, that was Blueprint for wrestling, and then we moved to Atomic, where they took us under their wing. They made us like a family, and we fought there. Shark Boy, Joey Ryan, um, Chuckles dug in. And it's just like, it was awesome being in the ring with legends who you see on TV as a kid. And you're now at sharing the same locker room, getting to work with them. Another one was uh, Madman Fulton from TNA. And then we have Russell Cade. So we're moving on now further into the, to the world. And man, I mean, we're sitting right next to Zeus, we were sitting by Sid Vicious. It was just, it was awesome being able to step in the Battle Royal as well with Hornswoggle and just a lot of huge, huge wrestlers. And it's people that you would never expect as a kid that as you grow older, you're going to be sharing the same locker room, shaking hands with legends and hearing from them what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong. And Actually, I formed a good bond with um, Ellsworth, James Ellsworth from WWE. He booked us for a show now. It will be in Baltimore, Maryland, doing a show for him. So it's it's gotten us a lot of publicity with the WWE or WCW, WF guys. It was awesome. Now, did you get to meet and talk with Sid Vicious at all? Yeah, we actually we were in the same hotel area, so... After the show, we went in, you know, sat and talked with all of them and just shared stories. I was talking to Enzo Amore. Him and I had a, a good, long chat about wrestling and the music industry. And it was just, it's awesome to see everybody's different point of views and how they made it to where they are. So it's like, 
everybody has their own backstory. So it's awesome just to listen, to hear, and to get it from them personally, you know? Yeah, I know Sid's got a really interesting story. He's actually got a, a book he's working on right now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, and WrestleCade was in uh, North Carolina, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. I actually missed that, man. I, I wanted to go, and I uh, ended up having to work that weekend. They had uh, a laundry list of people that were going to be there. It was really amazing at the the amount of people that were going to be there. Have you guys looked into doing any more of those, those cons? Yes, actually. Um, we got booked again for WrestleCade next year, or this year, I guess. And then... um. Also, we have Russell Khan coming up in April. We have Russell Fest with Bret Hart and all those legends in New York in May that him and I will both be there. So a lot of the attention has drawn to these Russell Fests, you know, because a lot of people want to meet us. It's like you see us. We're not just YouTube stars. We're, we're people who travel the world, who do professional wrestling. We do multiple things. So a lot of people want to know who we are and, you know, outside of filming, like, how are they cool? Are they assholes? You know, so it's like we have a lot of people just come up and be like, can I talk to you for a couple of minutes? What inspired you? So it's just awesome to hear from the fans and what they all think and also meeting them from meeting them off of Facebook to actually meeting them in real life. So it's incredible for us. Now, have you had any weird interactions with fans? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I don't know why. But Superhuman has a weird fan base. So it's like, for the longest time, I've had pure love. And it's like, so some of them will be like, y'all suck, F you. Some will cuss us out, say we don't know what we're doing. And But also at the same time, they don't know us. So it's like, the most thing is saying that we're fake. So we'll get messages out the ass saying, oh, you guys are fake. Why don't you do a real stunt? I was in the military. I know what real barbed wire is. Um, do you like, would you like a video of the barbed wire? Because it's all real. So it's like, I don't know why people are quick to judge when they wouldn't get off their asses and do what we do for in a million years. So it takes a lot to get up and to go ahead and plan something, especially with bike tubes or thumbtacks or, so the stuff that we do isn't easy. It's not where you can just get up one day and, decide, hey, I'm going to throw this dude through a fucking wall. So it's like, <laughs> you kind of got to, like, you got to take a step back for a minute and realize that you're the one who came to us. You're the one watching our clips. You're the one liking our page. So why give us hate? And then also in person, we'll meet you. You'll tell us your name. And then we're like, wait a minute. That guy just cussed us out 20 minutes ago on Facebook. And now he found <laughs> us in person. So it's like, it's a lot of two-faced people. Now, before uh, you got up with Superhuman, did were you going by a different name? Yes, actually. Um, I went under the name Venom, and it was V-E-N-U-M. So I had I had my own gear since the get-go. So before I even wanted to become a pro wrestler, the thing that I've always learned was invest in yourself. Because in order to look good, you have to show the fans, show the promoters that you're willing to invest, that you're willing to make yourself look good. I'm not just going to Walmart and buying a pair of pants. So my outfits, my gear, my mask cost up to $200 a piece. So when I'm buying this stuff to make myself look good for the fans, because they'll text me all the time, hey, what's next? What colors are next? What theme is next? So I make sure that I 
get my gear. I got my own music. I I invested a lot in myself before even ever getting into meeting Superhuman and doing these stunts. So now that it brought me into the world of wrestling and it's helping me travel and helping me get my name out, it's just incredible. Yeah, I, I remember somebody talking about Macho Man one time, talking about how much you have to invest in yourself and how, like how much he invested into his, his his suits because he didn't want to walk out there and anybody to be like, hey, I think he wore that one time. And he always wanted yeah. to make sure he looked different. He wanted to be fresh. Exactly. That's the way to do it, man. It's like a lot of people will come out and you're like, oh, where'd you get your gear? Oh, I got it off the Amazon. Sorry, but like with me, mine all has to be personally designed. And like a lot of people will ask us for... Our first three shows, we um, we just wore regular gear <laughs> because it was such a shock coming in that, you know, I didn't want to wear my my, my tights, my kit, everything that I have because we're trying to maintain that superhuman GFP look, you know? So mm-hmm. what you see online is what you think you'll get in person. But this year, we, we stepped up our game up a lot. So this year, people will be seeing new gear from him and I. They'll be seeing a new side of us that they've never seen. So it's definitely going to be awesome to go ahead and show everybody what we really have, you know? Can, can you talk about what that gear is going to look like? Yeah, of course. Um, Him and I both have jackets now, uh, entrance, uh, entrance capes, I guess you can call them. Um, I'll be wearing my tights, my kick pads, my armbands. So, and I have also all new masks. I have over seven eight masks just just got designed so it's all gonna be fresh colors and it's gonna be stuff that the fans have never seen before so if they want to see that go ahead and look up arw we'll be having a huge show in february 21st in coco florida and it's going to be ecw versus arw so we're going to have legends there such as rhino sandman sabu everybody so i want to make sure we look our best but also the fans are on their best behavior, you know? Uh, are you guys, like, dressing up like you guys are going to be matching like a tag team? Uh, he has his own look, and I have mine. Because, <laughs> you know, him, it's, I have to wear the shorts. That's what everybody knows me for. I have to wear a Juggalo shirt. I'm ICP, so it's like, so I try to go with that darker look because I have that already. Mm-hmm. So we kind of, it's not going to be like matching, identical matching, but we're going to make it to where... We at least look good. <laughs> you said the the match is coming up in in February. Uh, do you guys have that set up? Do you know who who you'll be going up against? Yes, we're going to be going versus a guy named Jerry Swirls and Brian Idol. We'll be doing a tag team match that night, actually. So a lot of people are going to see new stuff from us, as in moves, our entrance, our gear. Everything's going to be stepped up a lot. So they're going to actually see a one on one match versus all of us so it's going to be it's going to be very very entertaining for sure well man i know you're super busy and uh i'm not going to keep you any longer man um can, can you tell everybody where they can find you guys out and where and uh say that website again so they can uh if they're in that area maybe they can ch- come check you out or check you out online yes for sure uh if you want to check us out on facebook i'm under good friend paul superhuman superhuman instagram good friend paul 98 Superhuman is superhuman one two three four five six seven eight or something like that. But also, if you want to meet us in person, go ahead and go on our webpage. We do post links, we post pictures, everything. 
We'll be doing our next shows coming up February 21st in Cocoa, Florida, ARW versus ECW. So if you guys want to come out, meet a bunch of legends, but also meet your favorite YouTubers, go ahead and comment, link, do anything, and I'll send you the tickets. I'll send you everything you need just to go ahead and be there to make sure that we meet you. Well, man, I, I appreciate you coming on here, man, and uh, thank you a whole lot. And I hope everything works out, man. Maybe we have you back once you, uh, you know, once you get into AEW or something, man. Yes, sir, for sure. It's an honor.